Welcome to your Sprinkle with Hope podcast and your host Shane. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. We love connecting with our guests, having that one-on-one interaction with them. We also love to hear from our listeners, from you, and like to connect with you. So if you're cool with it, we would love to hear where you're from. You can email us at podcast at sprinklewithhope.com. Let us know where you're from, how long you've been listening to to us. We love to connect with you. So we hope to hear from you. Email us there. And we have some amazing guests coming up. We're super excited about. Shane and I are excited for each of you being our listeners. And we really do appreciate it. And speaking of sprinkledwithhope.com, you can go to our website, www.sprinklewithhope.com. And there we have courses and you can get our podcast directly from that site. Also, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, which is Sprinkled with Hope with Jason and Shane. So look us up there. Our YouTube channel is really starting to get some traction. So check us out. Just Sprinkled with Hope. Search us up and subscribe. And then our Instagram is Sprinkled with Hope, Jason underscore Shane. We would really like the help and support by following us on these different social media platforms and subscribing to our podcast and to our YouTube channel and just following us wherever you can find us. Uh, Thanks so much for your support. We love you guys and send our well wishes. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. Al, we have something that we call the, the double, double down, down dose. dose. So we have two questions for you. I have a question, then Jason will ask you a question. So my question is, when you hear the word hope, what does that mean to you? Uh, oh, is this supposed to be like a rapid fire round answer? Nope, that's nope. the question. Oh. When you hear the word hope, what does that mean to you? Hope means future, I guess. Hope means hope means continuing. It just, yeah. Yeah, there's more to come. Yeah. I like I that you said that future. That's awesome. That is cool. That is not cool. up to par. Do you want me to keep going? I no. can I can I can no, ramble that, about anything. That is a great, <laughs> great, great answer. It is a great answer. So, so my question um, that we always kind of like to, to finish up with is what, what is your definition of love or how would you define it? Oh, um, like, I think, I think when I think of love, when I think of God um, and love, I, there's a big misconception that that's something that we need to earn. Um, and that is that is never accurate or the case. And I think the best way for me to wrap my brain, you know, I, I sometimes wonder why God would would ever want to be yoked to someone like me, because I, I I fail and I fall and I wonder and I wander, and and it comes back to this whole this love that unchanging like we talked about this love well well how is that 
Um, and I think of a parent who just had a baby and, and you're in the hospital and you're, you're holding this baby right when they're born and you look down at it and you're just, you're just consumed with just like this overwhelming love. And it's not because the baby did anything. It, it couldn't, it was just born. It didn't do anything to earn that love, but the love was so overwhelming simply because it was theirs. And I think that is what I think of when it comes to love is that you don't have to earn it. Like you are enough. You are enough as is simply because you are his, like you are his. And that is everything. We do what's called the double down dose. And so we ask two questions, one from each of us. Um, And so the first question that I have is what is your definition of heart or having heart? I think actually, you know, loving who you're with and what you're doing every single day. And I think so often you're, you, if you have that, then you expend that right as Mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, having gratitude, having, you know, caring for people. um, I think that it really starts with yourself and you can't, I don't think you can expend if you're not feeling it, what you're doing every single day is what you want to be doing either. Yeah. I echo what Jason said. I've really enjoyed this discussion. I think it's applicable to he and I and what we're going through. Um, so I appreciate what you've yes, said. Absolutely. Uh, the second part of double down dose is how would you define hope? How would I define hope? Uh, you know, I think for, for me, hope is really generated by, by mission, right? And, and it's, it's a, uh, it's something that is kind of a, a, it's a goal, right? But Mm -hmm. it has to start somewhere that you, you know, you can hope for, um, you know, you name it, there's lots of different problems in the world, but unless you're actually figuring out those steps to actually contribute to change, then, you know, oftentimes hope can't happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that having, I feel like hope so often um, does not, and it should go on with responsibility. And if you care about something enough, um, that, you know, you want it to happen, then you should make it happen. Well, so this has been such an awesome discussion, Eric, we, Jason and I have come up with what we call the double down dose. Are you ready for this? I love it. Yeah. All the tales ask you guys questions. (laughs) Where your focus is. Yeah. So I have a question for you. How would you define hope? people like I get hope from people every day like people go Who, what inspires you and it's like that's why I miss speaking on stage because I get to interact with so many people and I'm like so many stories yeah. so many stories of your listeners and then you've the best gift you can give someone is to have them allow them to tell their story and so if you next time you're on a plane when you're allowable or just when you're sitting down with someone if you can let them st- tell your story it's a gift, but it's also a gift to you because you're going to be inspired and you're going to have that. I have hope because 
gosh, all the people I run into across the world has been amazing. And the other thing that gives me hope is whenever you travel and blessed to travel, like you guys mentioned, 55 countries, the one thing that's always constant is the playgrounds all are the same mm-hmm. and they all sound the same. There's children laughing. And then the parents are all the same. They just want to, they want a happy and safe life. Like 95% of us want a happy and safe life. And so, especially in a social world, that's, I mean, I wrote a book, social nomics is you gotta be careful because sometimes that algorithm might show all the negativity because that increases your time on the site. It increases a lot of money for those companies. And so that's what gives me hope is just those playgrounds around the world. That's awesome. I love that. I, I totally agree. I think people are, you know, do give us hope and, and hope in humanity, hope in love and light and all that other stuff. And so I'm with you on that. So the second part of the double down dose is what is your definition of love? Give. Are you selfless? It's the hardest thing. You wake up in the morning. Your first thought is, what am I here for? And it should be when you have a tough day and you get up, it happened to me like this week, I get up like, what am I here for? Like, what's going on? Oh, this person has more reviews on Amazon. This person's getting booked more over here. And it's like, what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? And then you invert it. And I, it's funny because I know this stuff and then I fall in the trap too. Like, no, who am I here for? Who am I here for? And so that always, I go back to that. Like, who am I here for? It might be my, for me, it's my kids. Like I always go back. I'm blessed to have two amazing daughters. So it's my wife. It's like, okay, who am I here for? They're there first. The double Double down down dose. dose. You ready for this, Tiffany? (laughs) All right, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So this is our two questions that we ask uh, right at the very end of our show. And so the, the first question that we ask is what is your definition of hope or how would you define hope? Hope is the knowing that there's more, and I say knowing very particularly, hope is the knowing that uttermost faith that there's something else further away from you. There's something else in the future that's pulling you forward. And it's, mm-hmm. it's that knowing because it's, it's a belief. It's not just a thought. It's just the very ingrained in you, no doubt about it, believe that you have something you're going towards. That's awesome. That is awesome. Very I cool. like that. So the second part of double down dose is um, this question kind of trips people up, but how would you define love? You know, what's funny about that question. It's funny about the question is when I first started backpacking years ago, I had a little interview book where I interviewed people in I think 15 countries, maybe 10 questions. And that's one of the questions I asked and getting a little different answers is always so amazing. Yep, it um, is. Me, be more specific. Do you love in general, unconditional love, or are you talking about romantic love? Uh, whatever you want to, you know, we typically get answers more for the unconditional love, whatever you, whatever came to mind. Right. Unconditional love. Hmm. You can see why this shows people out. <laughs> love is when you care about another more than you care about yourself. It's completely selfless and it's comes from a place of yeah, unconditional love. It comes from a place of kind of the universe's energy. It's not, it's, it's beyond you. It's above you. It's deeper than you. It's just bringing the, the love from the universe and pouring it into someone else without expecting anything back. Heidi, how would you define passion? Ooh, passion. Passion is exactly what has driven me to 
uh, continue on this journey that I'm on this passion for hope. It's, Oh, the words, how do you describe that? (laughs) Yeah. It's something that comes deep from my heart and my soul of something that of, of reaching out and helping someone else, you know, to reach out. It's, it's a selfless thing because it, you can be passionate about something to the point that you just want to reach out and grab someone else and give them what you're feeling. I think that's my best way to describe it is I want others to feel the passion for hope that I feel. And the best way for me to do that is to speak about it and to write about it. That's how I can get my largest audience. And so it's a real, it's a selfless thing. It's passion is selfless. We, I feel it. I mean, in in that sense, it's all me, but I want to get rid of that. I want to just, right. I just want to get that out and change the world one person at a time with that. I think that's passion. That's awesome. And so in the spirit of hope, what is your definition of hope or how would you define hope? Ah, (laughs) in one sentence condensed from three books, let me think here. Okay. I would say hope is sitting in the struggle and not knowing how and not knowing when but trusting God and having a confident expectation and longing that promised blessings are coming. And so the first question is, is what is your definition of hope? (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't rush it because it's not like I have a natural one. Um, For me, hope links to the mindset of realistic optimism. You know, hope is acknowledging that tough things happen to us um, to not pretend that's not the case. Like it's hard, you know, to kind of relate to someone's version of hope when they don't own the bad stuff. Um, but But they're very quickly able to flip that challenging stuff around and go, this is what I can turn it into. And this can be an opportunity for me. I often think, um, gifts are disguised as challenges we just don't know at the time and so a lot of the time I go okay this seems really really crappy right now it could be an injury before a race or losing a job um you know you you think they're horrific things but sometimes again the balls are thrown up in the air which one am I going to now choose and that's a realistic optimism that I think is so much about hope It's really good. So the second part of double down dose usually is how do you, how would you define love? But I'm going to ask you a different question. We're, we're starting to mix this up just a little bit. So what, what does passion mean to you? Oh, passion is bravery. Passion is creativity. It's throwing yourself into unknown spaces and being comfortable in discomfort and not needing to know every single step of the way. I mean, Passion is like the ability for us to, as humans, extend, which is what we were designed to do. Like we were designed to evolve, not stick into like a a very tightly constrained box. Although I will say, and I'm now moving it to a longer answer, (laughs) so I feel like (laughs) I'm never very good at like, okay, we're going to one-on-one answer. (laughs) I'm like, give me a 20-word answer. Love it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like sometimes the more successful we become, 
the more we actually play in our tight lane because we're fearful of starting from the beginning again to be a beginner. And actually it's crazy because you think successful people are the ones that are constantly evolving and exploring. And sometimes they're not the ones Mm. um, because they don't want to be at the bottom again. So I would say whether you perceive yourself as successful or you think that, you know, you're just the everyday Joe Blow that's doing the best that they can, everyone has an obligation and responsibility internally to extend themselves. It just, that's what life is about. It's about kind of playing outside the lines um, and choosing then when in moments we want to be in the safe zone, which is also important for our humankind and our ability to feel safe and secure. But if we want evolution, if you want to feel passion, you've got to get outside. So I have a question for you. Then Jason will ask you a question. My question is simply this. How would you define hope? I would define hope as I think it's the little thing that is the will to action for anything, right? The hope that there is more, the hope that I can do something, impact someone, get through this day. Um, it's just the will to action that compels us forward to be able to do to do anything, to do anything in life. Because with the story I shared before, at that point, there was no hope. And so there was no will to action. And it felt like the only thing to do was to, to stop. Um, hope is incredibly important. I, I 100% agree. And I love your definition of it. And, and really, that is it, right? Like, just, we all need more hope. And, you know, that's, that's Shane and I's mission is to to spread as much hope as we possibly can and love and, and positivity throughout the world. And so uh, I'm hundred percent with you. So the second part of the double down dose is what is your definition of love or how would you define love? Love for me is actually, I don't know how it's sound. It's what we're all made of. Um, it's who we all are at our cores and our foundation And I think that's why when we do put up walls and we disconnect with each other, that who we are, I think, as a person starts to change because we're built and we're made with this this almost web of love. And that's what connects each of us. And when we lose that and we lose that connection, I think we get a little bit lost. and so, so love for me is that. It is the connection between each of us. It's kind of the fiber and the fabric of what we're made of. And that's what connects us all as people as, and even beyond with every living being on this planet. We're all love. Questions. So the first question for you, Noel, is how would you define hope? Ooh, how would I define hope? Hope is the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> I define hope um, in my own terms. I mean, if I'm if I really am thinking of it on a personal level, um, to be honest, it's interesting that you ask that question because I used to think that faith and hope were very, and they are, they're very connected, but I used to kind of see them as the same thing. Um but then as through experiences, to be honest, through failures, through losses, um, I now see hope differently. And I see hope. Um, I think the best way that I could share this with you is that when I was younger, 
I see I'm making this longer than it than it needs to be. But um, when I was younger, my mom always used to say, hope for the best and expect the worst. And so I lived by that, like growing up was just hope for the best, but just expect that bad things will come, expect that the worst is about to happen. And it really all that did, all that did for me was it put up a wall um, and it put up this like <clears throat> this, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it made me feel like I had to do it on my own. Like I couldn't depend on other yeah. people. I couldn't ask for help. And, um, and, and to be honest, yes, I, I, I'm not quite sure if this is a super religious show, but I am a very religious person. And for me, we love it, it cut off my um, dependence on the atonement of Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Like it made me feel like I had to do it all on my own when I felt like I had to ex hope for the best and expect the worst. Because then when the worst came, all I had to do is throw my hands in the air and say, see, I knew the worst would come. I've got this. Like, I don't need anybody's help. And there came a time after it was, this was actually after my second late miscarriage, when I realized that I still felt lonely, I still felt hopeless, and I still felt um, miserable by, by wanting to put it all on myself, by hoping for the best and expecting the worst. I wasn't protecting anybody, and especially not myself. And so going into um, my third late miscarriage, um, I hoped for the best and expected the best. And um, that was really when I came to understand more so what hope is and, and is in my life is that it's this, this pure realization, this pure um, belief, this true, true intentional belief that things are going to be okay, that life is going to be great, that there's a bright future ahead and um, a reason to celebrate. And as I went into this third late miscarriage, not knowing that this was not going to be a successful um, birth, um, as I went into this hoping for the best and expecting the best and looking for a bright future, what happened when I lost that little baby um, was amazing because I felt peace and I felt yeah. that hope continue on and that light and that love that lifted me way past ever hoping for the best and expecting the worst but that hope i allowed that hope to truly fill my heart and it allowed me to um see the future as a bright and happy and hopeful one so um, i'm not sure that that completely answered it but um I, but but i i know what hope is to me in my life and it's just it's seeing a bright future ahead despite our circumstances yeah for me it absolutely answered it by the emotion that you're feeling Oh, that I'm getting teary eyed. It. You guys can't see it, but I'm getting teary eyed. I can see <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what? That, that's that's really the, the beautiful thing, right? Like, you know, when we show emotion, that shows, uh, you know, that we're connected, right? We're not disconnected from the world and and people around us, and and even ourselves, right? We we have that self care and self love, and we love others, and so that's what, you know, when you talk and bring out that emotion, that's that's what I think of is is that you just shows your connection to everything around you. So I appreciate the emotion. Oh, thanks, Jason. Our second question, uh, we love asking these two questions, by the way. They, it really, um, you know, gets to, to your heartstrings and well, as well as, you know, bringing out um, the, the realness. And so the second question is, is what is your definition of love? Oh, wow. <clears throat> um. My definition of love, wow, um, well, I can think of what charity is, and I think that's what love is, is, is just the pure love of all people, despite, dif I mean, not despite differences, but, but with 
with gratitude for differences, um, with really appreciating diversity. And um, that could come in any, any form, whether it's that you drive a different car, you wear different clothes, you talk differently, you look differently. Um, diversity comes in all shapes and sizes and that we love people and ourselves. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with loving themselves, which makes it really difficult to love others. Um, especially as women, I, I know that that's a, a really tough thing to do is to purely love yourself for who you are and what you are and appreciate who, you know, the talents and skills that you have. Um, but I think it's just purely loving all those around you, whether they are nice to you, whether they're not nice to you, um, and whether they look different, but to truly find ways. So this, here comes another story. Great. I told you I had full stories, but um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> going into the 2000, as a competitor. So as an Olympic competitor, it is really, um, you're competing, right? You're, you're competing against everybody. So you really, as a rookie, when I was first starting out competing, I wanted to beat everybody. Like I just wanted to beat everybody no matter what. Um, and I really literally, like as a young, young athlete, I would pray that my, you know, that, you know, I hopefully like my best will be better than their best, or maybe they could trip and fall. You know, I'm not, <laughs> yes, I said that out loud. Yes, there are those thoughts. Um, but as, as I matured and I realized that we are all God's children, that he loves us all equally and um, he wants the best for all of us, at, you know, and sometimes that might be hard to believe, but he wants the best for all of us. So I realized that my prayers started changing for um, please help all the athletes to do do their best please help us all to do our best and then I would also say you know please help me to bless me for my efforts and my faith but help me to find peace if I crash if I take last if I take first I was no longer praying to be to beat everybody but it was really just to do my best and it's not always easy to um, appreciate your competitors because some of them can be very mean like not nice <laughs> like literally like outspokenly not nice to um to individuals and i remember having to pray to heavenly father to say i might not so and there's this quote um from a speaker i wish i could remember who said it but um a recent talk that i listened to um and she said this woman said i may not like her but heavenly father please help me to love her yeah and I think that is the definition of love. We might not like somebody, but please help us to just show love, respect, kindness, goodness to all people everywhere. And to me, that's the definition of love is looking, seeking actively for, um, to see people through God's eyes and to, and to love them unconditionally. Double, Double down, down dose. dose. <laughs> cool. So my question for like you, it. Madeline, is how would you define hope? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, and I don't think I've ever been asked this either, but, uh, this is the first thing that pops in my head. Um, for me, I think hope is what we make it. Um, like I was saying, fear is mental. I think hope is mental too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of things in life are very mental. And, um, our thoughts are very powerful. Um, and I heard a quote once that was, um, that said, our circumstances don't define our happiness. Mm. Um, and I really, really love that. That has stuck with me ever since I heard it. And for me, when I have gone through hard times in my life, um, such as my divorce, the divorce uh, with my parents, um, 
or even just everything going on in the world. It can get so stressful and discouraging, honestly. It's so easy to just get caught up in everything and to feel really down and to feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But one thing for me that helps me to feel optimistic or hopeful, I I would say uh, is remembering the things that I'm grateful for. Mm. And I know that that, uh, you know, that's probably something that, that a lot of people have been told before. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's so true. Like, it, it really is like this very, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's very, um, it works. It works. When I think of the things that I'm grateful for in a moment when I'm feeling really down and I feel like I'm not grateful for anything, um, just because I'm only focusing on the negative, I, I immediately, uh, it, it almost like soothes the pain. It soothes the, it, the, uh, the discouragement, the sad feelings. Um, when I remember the things that I do have, when I remember like that, I live in a house that has heat mm-hmm. and I'm, I live with my family and we're all healthy and, um, you know, I, I get to do what I love for career and just, I mean, I get to eat food every day. I have unlimited access to water. I mean, just down to the smallest things, it really helps me to be optimistic. Um, and then I would say the other thing is keeping things in the big picture, uh, perspective is everything. I'm so huge on that. And I just think it's so easy to, when something is happening in our life, that's really hard to kind of just completely zone in on that. And it's like tunnel vision. And all we can think about and focus on is that thing that's happening in our life. That's pulling us down or that's stressing us out. But when you pull back and you look at the big picture, um, it makes it a lot easier to have hope. For things to, to get better or uh, to realize that everything happens for a reason and that there's always lessons to be learned from every experience we go through in our life. And I truly believe that. And so, um, and there's, there's just, there's a big eternal perspective to life and um, we all have a plan, like I said before, and just viewing it that way that there's a lesson to be learned. And I truly believe everything we go through in our life is specifically for us to make us better and to help build our potential, build who we are and help us reach our potential ultimately. And so just doing it like that really helps me. So, um, like I said, just to recap, uh, perspective and, uh, gratitude that for me really helps me to be optimistic and to be hopeful to have hope and um things do get better i promise and this is coming from firsthand experience of going through hard things so things do get better i love it i really do i love it i i totally agree gratitude when your heart is in gratitude uh you can overcome a lot of things um, it's true. so i i really like that so the second piece to our mind and chains double down dose is what is your definition of love or how would you define love? Great question. Um, 
I would say, and again, I've never been asked this either. <laughs> These are good <laughs> questions. You really have to think deep. Um, I love it. I, uh, when it comes to love, I would say it's, it's like a superpower kind of, um, it's, uh, it's like the healing power of the universe (laughs) to Mm. heal all anger and hatred. Um, so I would define it as it's like the superpower and it's the definition of caring for, for somebody, um, or seeing somebody for more than the surface level, um, seeing, being able to see them in a deeper way and being able to accept somebody despite their flaws and mistakes and, um, and being able to not judge somebody or judge others. I really think also love is, um, it's the opposite of, you know, contention or, uh, just negative feelings. It's the epitome of joy. I really think when you have love for, for people, it's, it brings a lot of peace into your life. It helps you forgive, helps you, like I said, not judge them. Um, yeah, I'm trying to put my thoughts to words, (laughs) but yeah, I just, it's this, it's amazing. It's amazing. Love is amazing. (laughs) 